Hey there, I'm Sasha Souza, and I have been in the creative events industry for over 25 years as a CEO of Sasha Souza Events, producing some of the most trend-setting and creatively colorful events that you've seen in magazines, online, and in books. I'm also the digital CEO, course creator, mentor, and I serve the creative event industry through my Creative Collective monthly membership. I am excited to have you join me for the podcast for creatives, where I can share the biggest lessons and the biggest wins of my business and of my creative friends. Let's go. Alrighty, guys. So today is a toughie. Welcome to the podcast for creatives. <laughs> we are going to talk about something where, um, something called incongruent, which if you don't know the definition of congruent, I'll go ahead and give you that straight up from Webster's Dictionary that basically says the definition of congruent is something that agrees with or is in harmony with another. Obviously, to be incongruent means that you are out of harmony or that two sides do not match. And that is what we're talking about. And it is a really painful story for me, but I feel like so needs to be told because it speaks to how we treat each other in the industry and how we talk about each other and how we respond in a moment and really like how we make people feel. Because as I sit here 10 years after this 10 and a half years after this dinner I'm going to tell you about. It has, it is that, that one word, incongruent, has changed my entire personality and in how I see myself within, within the industry of the event industry. And so I, this is, this is crazy. So I was speaking at a conference in Las Vegas. And it was 2010. And the conference was, I think it was earlier in the year. And I remember that about a week prior, I received an amazing email from somebody that I have to this day such incredible amounts of respect for. And she was getting together a roundtable dinner of who she felt were thought leaders in our industry. And people who were top of their game, doing great things, should meet each other, should really spend some time together and would benefit from that relationship. It was fantastic. And she's a great connector to this day. She has a fantastic job at that. So I accept when I see who's on the guest list, especially, but it was just an honor to be invited. And that, what I consider to be a very high profile dinner was me and six other people. It was the host, the person who had done the inviting. Um, again, I think she's amazing and she does an incredible job at networking with people and getting people to kind of understand who they are. Uh, magazine editor. It was a CEO of a very large design house. It was um, another person who runs a separate conference who was there. It was another industry leader who's out of the country. There was my, there was another event designer and me. 
and I know I'm being vague just because it's the right thing to do, but um, for for all intents and purposes, it was me and six people that I really looked up to and couldn't believe I was lucky enough to be sitting at this table with them because that was a dream for me to be included. That's always what I've wanted, no matter what it is, whether it's submitting a proposal to a potential client or being considered for a spokesperson role or being considered for a a speaking engagement. I want to be considered with the top people. I, I know I'm not always going to get it, but I definitely want to be considered. And so I felt very considered because I was, I had just written my first book. It had just published a month or two prior. I had some book signings that I was doing. I had a, um, I had, I think two or three speaking engagements and I was so excited because this is now starting to be my dream. And it was what I always wanted to be able to do is write a book, a couple books, teach people in the industry, um, be considered a thought leader or a trendsetter, an influencer, whatever your your term is that you want to put on that. <laughs> but I wanted to be there. And so I accepted this dinner invitation immediately. And I was traveling with a couple friends of mine and Remember, because we were staying at the Cosmopolitan. Our it was brand new. The hotel was brand new. It was amazing, and we had dinner scheduled for the win at this really cool restaurant where the the walls changed, like they spun around and changed decor. It was so neat, and I mean, what a cool experience that I'm in this really interesting restaurant with all of these people that I admire, and I get to sit there and and talk to them and get to know who they are. And so there was no rhyme or reason to the seating. We all just sat down, you know, wherever we were. And I remember getting really dressed up for it because not like, you know, in a ball gown, but I was definitely, you know, dressed because this is exciting for me. And, you know, I have my hair and makeup done and I was I come and I sit down and I sit down next to one of the event designers, a gentleman. And it's between like the host is on my left and I have this event designer on my right and then it's round table so there's people scattered but I'm mostly talking to the gentleman on my right and I say to him this isn't like Facebook for me was like early days and I remember back then that you could request somebody's friendship and you could sort of see what was on their wall. It was a bug where you could ask them to be friends. You got access to the wall, but you couldn't comment or like anything. And but you could see what they were doing. And you know, and then once they once they actually accepted you as a friend, then you could comment, you could like, and things like that. And so I am, I guess I requested to be friends, I was friends with him. And I said, oh. God, I saw your trip. I saw that you took this amazing trip to South America. And I've been where you were. And I had the best time. And it has been a number of years. But I I just, it took me back. And I was saying how much I was jealous of the images that he was posting. How much I really, you know, enjoyed living vicariously through what I was seeing on his wall. 
And I said to him, you know, I wanted to comment and say to you, oh my God, I love that waterfall. Or, oh my God, I went, I love that part because I actually went there for drinks one night. Or, oh, did you go here? I said, but I wasn't able to comment on them. And I said, but I want you to know that I really wanted to comment. I'm not sure why I couldn't comment. And he looks me square in the face. And just, you know, I hadn't had enough drinks (laughs) for the conversation that I was about to have. And he looks me square in the face and he says, we're not friends. He says, we were friends, but I deleted you. And I mean, I don't consider us to ever be friends. And I was like, what? I was shocked, gobsmacked, like, like I got hit in the face with a ton of bricks. And I'm starting to go through like all of the stages of like, like grief, basically, like shock and awe, right? I'm surprised. I'm, I'm sad. I'm, I'm going through all of these like emotions really, really quickly because I don't know why or what I had done that would have made this person that I felt really was somebody that I looked up to, what would make them like feel this way about me? And, and he says, I said, I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. And he said, listen, I'm just going to tell you that who you are on stage and who you are in your books and who you are online is not, he said it's incongruent with who you are on Facebook. Who you are on Facebook is snarky and um, he said, I think you talk really poorly about your clients and I, I think that you're rude. I mean, literally he's going through every possible thing about what a terrible human being I am. And I'm sitting, and this is like, <laughs> we're early into dinner, y'all. <laughs> we are like, you know, maybe like first course at this point. And I'm sitting right next to him. And he's telling me all of these horrible things about me, perceptions that he has about who I am. He says, you know, you talk so poorly about your clients. And I said, I don't have a clue what you're talking about. I am so sorry that you feel that way. I honestly don't know what to say because I'm trying to think of what posts I might have posted that would make you feel like that. Now, let me just say this. Like, I am... I have a lot of stuff that I am on Facebook. Anybody who is friends with me on Facebook right now knows I am hyper-politicized. I am very opinionated. I give a lot of, uh, I I give a good amount of snark, (laughs) you know, and and that's like, that's okay. That's who I am, I've learned. But he's saying that I am incongruent somehow with, with who I say I am. And 
he said, all I know is that I saw posts where you were talking bad about, you know, this person was, you know, unkind or this person was, I had all these, he had all these terms for it. And, and I said, I'm sorry, I'm going to stop you right there because I'm getting divorced and I suspect that what you're reading and what you're seeing are posts from my pending divorce. And I don't, I don't know what else you might be reading. And he said, well, regardless, it comes off like you're talking about your clients. And I just don't, I don't like that. I think it's unprofessional. And, um, you know, I don't, I'm not going to be a part of it. And I was like, I totally understand. I am sorry you feel that way. Certainly it is um, not my intention to make anybody feel that I am not the same human being. And, you know, thank you very much for the feedback. And I'm almost in tears because I'm sitting there with all of these people that I love to know and I'm shocked, just shocked. And I couldn't believe that that unkindness would come at that dinner table. But we finished dinner. I end up having a really wonderful time talking to <laughs> the person on my left. And um, for the balance of the, of the evening, I get up, I leave, I go back to the Cosmopolitan. I go up to my room. I'm crying by that point. I'm, I'm actually sobbing. I'm so upset. And I go up to my room and I open up my laptop and I'm with, traveling with some friends and they want to go out and I'm like, I got work to do. And I get on Facebook and I deleted like 650 people off my Facebook. Just, it was like mass cash, right? It was like, bye girl, bye girl, bye girl, bye girl, right? See you later. Don't know you. Never met you. Have no idea who you might be. And I just, it was horrible because I went through, and if you hadn't had dinner with me or if I hadn't, if I wouldn't have you over for Sunday dinner or if I didn't go to high school with you or you weren't a family member, y'all were out. And looking back, that wasn't the right thing to do. I handled it really, really poorly out of just like complete sadness, scared, scared for my reputation. I thought everybody was laughing at me or telling stories about me um, that weren't that weren't true and that they were just friends with me so they could watch the shit show, basically. And I was so, so, so upset. So during that week, I had, I think it was three speaking engagements and I was doing a fundraiser at a bar um, for a not-for-profit. And when I was doing that fundraiser, I remember just feeling like I was dying inside. It was everything I could do to mix the cocktails, serve the cocktails, and get people to vote for me because I was just coming unglued on the inside because of this one person's evaluation of my social media. And I realized as I was going through the week, 
just a mess. I went to the speaking engagements. It was like standing room only. People were sitting on the floor in the aisles. And I wasn't, I, I felt disconnected. Like I felt really disconnected from people. And like I would, you know, take pictures with people and feel really, you know, glad when people would say to me, oh my God, I just think you're awesome. I would be like, thank you so much. And I would think that maybe they thought, maybe they were lying. And maybe I, they, they thought they liked me, but they didn't. And this isn't like a, <laughs> they like me, they really like me, like Sally Field moment. That isn't, that isn't this at all. It's to say that I took this person's opinion about me and applied it because I didn't know him and applied it to every single other per person. I put his face on everybody else that I hadn't met. And I let him get to me so incredibly deeply. And I'm not kidding. It took me years to recover, years to stand up in front of people and do a speaking engagement and not think that they were all thinking I was full of shit. I was honest to God. Um, I would stand up to a speaking engagement looking for people to be nodding yes, like they were in agreement with me. And the more yeses that I saw, the more I felt like they liked me. <laughs> so I guess we all get it from, get, you know, that from somewhere. But it was, it was such a disruptive time in my career because I went back and my confidence was zero. I had no confidence to sell an event. I had no confidence to speak at an event. I didn't feel like I had any, any business talking to people about who they are, what they do, accepting their kudos. It was really, really damaging to me. And, and it still has some ramifications even today. I have people that I'm not friends with on Facebook now. Uh, my Facebook was locked down. It was on like, it was like being in solitary. If I had like 350 people on my Facebook for the longest time, and I had a list of people who'd asked me to be friends that was 500 deep because I would never accept anybody to be friends on Facebook. It was such, it was so ridiculous now that I look back on it um, because I let one person define what I felt about myself. But eventually I started, you know, slowly opening it up. But there were times when I met people at speaking engagements and such, and they would say to me, we were friends on Facebook, but you deleted me. <laughs> and I would say, it wasn't you. It really wasn't you. It was me. And I had a really bad experience. And I am so sorry if I hurt your feelings. And I heard multiple times that people's feelings were hurt over that deletion that they felt like I had, they had done something or um, they had said something that I didn't like or what have you, whatever that case might be. And I can totally understand that. And so if you are listening to this and you were a part of that mass casualty <laughs> of Facebook deletions back in 2010, I really, it was nothing personal. It was a hundred percent terrible reaction on my part. Instead of coming out of that meeting and saying, you know, screw you, dude, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You don't know me. You're, you're, you're sitting here and you're judging me. Who are you to judge me? Instead of doing that, I went back and just collapsed.
And so the whole point of this and the whole point of of sharing this incongruent story of me being incongruent is is to say that this industry kindness it is lacking. And there's no reason to do that and to want to put somebody down for any reason, right? You do you, boo. You do your thing. It doesn't have to be my thing. You do you. So I'm not in the business of judging somebody else's personality or whether or not they are who they say they are. That's not my job. My job is to come out here, tell you stories that can help you, educate you, you know, get you into the Creative Collective membership so you can do better at your business. It's it's all of those things. It's to create beauty. That's what I do. I create beautiful events. And so having that fear that he instilled in me was really damaging to my career in the long run. But I have to say, about five years later, I ended up going to his city for a speaking engagement. And he was he hosted me and a few other people at his home. And I was first I was shocked as all get out that I was even invited, <laughs> you know? And and I said to him, I at that night, at that dinner at his home, I think you should know that what you said was really hurtful and damaging. And you know what he said? What are you talking about? He's all, what do you mean? What did I say? I said, you said I was incongruent. Who I would show on my face that I show to the event industry is different than the face that I show personally on Facebook. And he said, I said that? I was like, you did. He's all like, oh, damn. <laughs> and so I, I was able to say to him, it, it was really nothing to him. He was just like, matter of fact, here's how it is. That's why we're not friends. And to me, I took it so, so, so hard. So I just want to encourage you a couple of things. One, you don't have to be friends with everybody. That's okay. You don't have to be friends with me on Facebook. That's okay, right? It's I won't take it personally, you know, but don't let one person define how you think other people see you. Don't let their jealousy in the moment steal your joy and steal your your future for yourself. And while this isn't necessarily a story that applies to everybody, I think that enough people can relate to being told by somebody that they admire that they are less than, that it would, I hope you take it to heart. Know that nobody can, can dull your shine. Nobody only you can. I allowed that to happen. I al- I gave that power to him in that moment. The power that I felt I had, I was very ready to hand it out and say, "You're right. I'm not. I'm nothing. I'm not. I'm not. People don't like me. Oh my god. What now? My reputation is in the in the toilet." So just don't give people your power at all, ever. Your power belongs to you. Your power doesn't belong to them. 
no matter what they say, no matter how they feel, no matter what kind of mood they're in about whatever their mood is, it's not your issue. So go out there, be absolutely the best person you can be, be kind to people. Don't feel like you have to let one person tell you how it is, all right? Promise me (laughs) that you will not ever do what I did because it was no bueno. So anyway, I hope that you get something out of this podcast. And if you love it, if you could rate it and give me a little shout out, I would adore it. I very much am putting my heart and soul into everything that we are doing right now with the Creative Collective and with our Creators Facebook group and with this podcast. And so I would be so incredibly honored if you would give me a rating here and let me know how you really like it. You know, give us a few lines as to how it's helped you and help me build this. I would really very much appreciate it. But I do also want to remind you that the Creative Collective membership, we have about 140 people in there right now and it's growing all the time. We are about to reopen those doors to join, which is super exciting. The the group that I have of like-minded professionals and creatives is insane. We have event planners and floral designers and event designers and caterers and officiates and photographers and venues and caterers and cake bakers and all of these wonderful, wonderful creatives, musicians, and they're all working together to help make their businesses better. And it is really incredibly heartwarming. So I am hoping that you will explore the Creative Collective and you can do that on our website at consultancyforcreatives.com and there is a link there to get on the wait list to be a member of the Creative Collective and to join us in doing such great work together. All right, I'll see you next time.